when we look at this illness wellness continuum or spectrum, we will see that at the far left part of it, we have premature death because we know that death at some point in life, it is a guaranteed and nobody's eternal. We wish we were, but a premature death is at the end range of the spectrum. And then you have disease and sickness and ailments and everybody can experience that throughout life. But if someone constantly is dealing with chronic ailments and a chronic condition, etc., then you're closer to the left side of this continuum or spectrum. And as you get towards the center of it, then this is where we are comfortable. We could say that our health is at the neutral level or state. There are no symptoms, but you know, but our nutrition is inconsistent. Our lifestyle is inconsistent. Hi, my friend. Welcome back to the Powerful and Passionate Healthcare Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina. I am a cardiothoracic surgery PA, a public health practitioner with a background in neuroscience and a peak performance coach. I'm here to empower you, an ambitious healthcare professional with a demanding career, just like me, to become a confident leader who are living fulfilled and purposeful so you can be both a powerhouse in your career and the passionate person in life without feeling overwhelmed, underappreciated, or undervalued. As a bonus, we're hosting an online summit just for you, live, starting on July 27th to August 1st with 18 experts in our field to give you a recharge in life. All the proceeds will be donated to the Brave of Heart Fund, which supports healthcare professionals and their family who has passed away due to COVID-19. But it is free to join. So hop over to sabrinarumback.com forward slash summit to find out more. You can also see the link in our show note. In the meantime, let's continue our journey for your powerful and passionate life with today's episode. We have Dr. Atusa Madavi here. And so we connected and we ran summits together. We spoke together. We done interviews. And I think both of us are in a, a state where life is many different ways. And you explore medicine. Uh, for her, she is also certified integrated medicine. She works as an acupuncture. She's a yogi. She trained from so many different things. This no, no lady, acupuncture. Not acupuncture. Chiropractic and medicine. Yeah, aeritic. Yeah, Sorry about that. But but for integrated standpoint, this lady done so many different things. So she is very much interested in nutrition and how our body by different type is creating a different response in when to eat, what to eat, and how often you need to eat and what proportion, right? All this stuff we know about, but never really gone down to the detail of thinking, what is these plans that actually fit into my life? And again, as same as all my speakers, I do ask them to take this holistic life assessment to see where you are and what things that you can really truly leverage on the strength in your life. And what are these things that might have unintentionally missing um, to 
to create that harmony in both your life and career. So when you saw your result, what was your reflection? So your result, your score of 8.2 out of 10. And from um, there, she has a readiness to change of 10 out of 10 which is awesome. And then her highest level ranking is her personal mission. And she says what area she wanted to focus in on is love and family relationship, social life and life mission. And something that she could potentially be worked on is her social life and her financial intelligence. Anything surprise you on that result? No, not really, because I feel like most of my life I've been so dedicated to my life mission and my passion as a healthcare professional and someone that helps people achieve their op- uh, you know, optimal health and wellness that in to some degree, I mean, I have great friends, but a lot of times I was missing in social activities. And, you know, my focus, like last year and a half, for example, I was writing a book on top of my own work, etc., And I really had to isolate myself to be able to finish this book, which will be published in August towards the end by my publisher. And, you know, and also love life. I have like really neglected that part of my life. And so I feel like, you know, I need to focus on that, like finding a life partner and a loving partnership, etc. That is the area that I feel like I can spend some energy, more energy and find more fulfillment in. So that didn't surprise me at all. And yeah, and my life mission has always been priority for me. So that's all at the top of my list. (laughs) That's awesome, right? Like we recognize what we truly focus on. And because life mission is already on the top of your list, you probably don't even need to spend even more time in that area. And by recognizing what we can potentially elevate in our life, then you can truly fill the gap in what could be missing, right? Because all these key components they're integrated, just like how you know about medicine and about human body. So I'll turn it over to you to start our talk for tonight. Thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. So as you know, the topic of my talk for today was health and wellness as a spectrum. So wellness and health as a spectrum and as a process, it's not an absolute constant but a dynamic process that evolves as we also evolve spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and physically. So Dr. John Travis coined this term wellness as a spectrum in 1972. And basically, this is a well-known established hypothesis in the integrative and alternative medicine in holistic medicine that our health is it's not enough to be free of disease that health and wellness in its optimal sense is not absence of disease but rather it is a constant growth towards an optimal the highest level of well-being which includes our physical health, it includes our emotional health, mental health, as well as social health, that we find absolute joy and fulfillment in all these areas of our life. And a lot of teachers and thought leaders, whether it's in the field of health and wellness or finances and wealth creation, etc., personal development, etc., they've always talked about different areas of life and generally they refer to them as seven areas of life and one of those areas is emotional mental spiritual 
social, family, financial, and personal. So these are all the seven areas of life. And so when we look at this illness-wellness continuum or spectrum, we will see that at the far left part of it, we have premature death. Because we know that death at some point in life, it is a guaranteed and nobody's eternal. We wish we were. But a premature death is at the end range of the spectrum. And then you have disease and sickness and ailments, and everybody can experience that throughout life. But if someone constantly is dealing with chronic ailments and a chronic condition, et cetera, then you're closer to the left side of this continuum or spectrum. And as you get towards the center of it, then this is where we are comfortable. We could say that our health is at the neutral level or state. There are no symptoms, but you know, but our nutrition is inconsistent. Our lifestyle is inconsistent. Our exercise regimen is sporadic. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. We sometimes make time, sometimes we don't. And health is not necessarily our highest priority. But as we engage and make this a more priority in our lives, then we move towards as we change our lifestyle, daily routines, diet, nutrition, mindset, etc. We move more towards a good health. And you could grade yourself at this level between six and nine, six and eight, something like that. But then as we are more focused at the deeper level, we're looking at our spiritual health, our emotional, mental health, then we also grow more towards optimal health. And this is where at our optimal function, 100% function in every seven area of our lives. And we're at the highest level of joy, highest level of accomplishment in every sense, not only in one area, let's say personal or social or family, but every, in every sense, we're fulfilled, we're content. And so, you know, when we look at one of the reasons that we are more prone to different chronic health conditions, we can look at stress, right? And we know that stress is one of the main reasons that we have psychosomatic conditions and chronic conditions. Based on studies and research done, we have 70% of doctor's visits are due to a stress. They are stress-related. And so if you have an overview of what is the stress, so Dr. Haynes Seeley, many, many decades ago, he, for the first time, talked about different stages of stress. He talked about the alarm stage, which is the first stage where you see something alarming and you have to go to fight or flight. And all of your physiology at that point changes. Your cortisol level goes up, the sugar goes up, your muscles tense up, your oxygen deviates from the heart and it goes to your peripheral system or peripheral parts of the body, etc. because you're supposed to fight or flight. And this is a very primordial and primitive memory in our genes, in our DNA, that we have this sympathetic nervous system, the fight and flight. But once we resist that basically alarm stage or we resist the stressor, the external stressor, we go to resistance stage where we adopt and we resist. And at this level, everything in our physiology goes back to normal. If that doesn't happen, and if the alarm stage continues to be there, and we're constantly in this fight and flight, and we never go back to normal, this is where we begin to lay the groundwork for chronic ailments and chronic conditions. And like I said, there are certain hormones or certain physiological states where our adrenal glands, 
will produce more cortisol, we have adrenaline, we have norepinephrine, and all of this, especially cortisol as a stress hormone, will lower our ability to digest, decrease the circulation to the heart, it will reduce the immune system. And that is why right now, during that, this pandemic, it is so important to have stress under control. It is so important to look at our immune system and enhance and boost our immune system and do everything that we can by meditation, breath work, yoga, exercise, to keep these hormones at their optimal level. Because these hormones are necessary for us to engage in our activities of daily living and be productive and be at the highest level of performance, whether it's at our work, personal life, family life, social life, et cetera. So these hormones by themselves are not so bad, but they need to be kept at their optimal level. Now, at the optimal level, we are at the level of our peak performance when our levels of cortisol, norepinephrine, adrenaline are at their optimal level. This is where we can be successful. This is when we can engage in life. We have the optimal energy to do everything that is in our power to have a healthy body, healthy mind, healthy emotion, and healthy spiritually speaking. But because if we do not have enough energy and all these combinations of physiological, hormonal optimization has everything to do with us being able to exercise have a plan for our daily routines, have a food plans, think about what we're going to eat and have it set in such a way that we're not going to go for fast food. We're not going to go for a pizza and something like that when we don't have time as you know, healthcare professionals also, sometimes time is an issue. So how do we make the stress hormone work for us and not against us? Well, this is where I want to talk to you about the circadian rhythm. So we, if we live, so as humans, we are a microcosm. As a microcosm, we are in tune with the macrocosm. So our body, our physiology is in tune with the nature's rhythm. And the circadian rhythm is what dictates these natural uh, rhythms of nature that are in harmony with our physiology. So if you look at it, this is a scientific map, mapping of the physiology during the 24-hour cycle. So we will see that, for example, at around 9 p.m., melatonin starts to secrete. So the levels of melatonin start to rise at around 9 p.m. And then at around 10, 10.30 p.m., our ball movement is suppressed. We get the deepest sleep at around 2 a.m., and our body's temperature, for example, would drop at around 4.30 a.m. And at around 6.45 a.m., we have the sharpest rise in blood pressure. And by 7.30 a.m., melatonin starts to go down and it stops secretion. In the morning, between 7.30 to 9, we have a high likelihood of having a bowel movement. At around 9 to 10 a.m., we have the highest testosterone secretion. And yes, if you're a woman, you also have testosterone. So we have the highest level of testosterone, the highest level of alertness. And according to Ayurveda, at 12 noon, the digestive fire also in touch with the sun energy, which is at the peak when it is at the perpendicular level to the planet, 
at 12 noon, you have the highest digestive fire. So it's the best time to eat at around this time, 30 minutes before to 30 minutes after. And so when we look at it from the physiological perspective of the circadian rhythm, everything is in tune physiologically and hormonally speaking with the rhythms in, in nature during the 24-hour cycle. So because of that, our daily routines are so important. When we wake up, when we go to bed, when we have our food, and when we do we engage in exercise. So it turns out between 5 to 6 p.m., we have the best muscular strength and the highest lipid metabolism at around those times. And so that would be a great time to engage in exercise activity, etc. And so that is why when I created my immunity course, and I have been working obviously one-on-one -on -one with a lot of patients and clients, teaching them about daily routines, teach them about what is their individualized and personalized diet that will work best for them. Their daily routine, same thing for your constitution, for your blood type, et cetera. Nutrigenomics, what are the best daily routines for you? The best diet. And how do you do certain yogic practices, pranayama and meditation to keep the stress hormones at the optimal and to cope with stress and keep the body's immune system healthy. So I have created a course that is boosting immunity and how to understand you know, COVID-19 and boost immunity that is on my website, uh, yourvitalitydoctor.com. And this is just a four module course. I also have an eight module course that gets deeper into this. So let's look at what are the general, so let's make sure that this is not a personalized approach, but a general healthy approach according to the circadian rhythm and according to Ayurveda, if your health is already at optimal. So we're not talking about someone who is sick. We're not talking about someone who has a chronic ailment. For that, it needs to be personalized. It needs to be individualized. We're talking about a general healthy person at the neutral level, like no symptoms, et cetera, when we look at the wellness illness spectrum. So waking up at around 6 to 7 a.m., uh, where melatonin starts to go down and cortisol to rise. And as you wake up drinking one or two cups of room temperature water, and depending on your constitution, you could squeeze some lemon or lime in there. It's good to have breakfast at around 7 to 8 a.m., and it is highly likely that you will have a bowel movement, especially if you start your day at around six to seven, start with drinking water, perhaps, you know, having a breakfast, etc. Now, having a bowel movement physiologically, according to the circadian rhythm, at around this morning time. And from 10 to 2 p.m., at around 10 a.m., your testosterone is at the highest and basically your energy at its peak and you're very alert. And this is where you want to do your work activity, your meetings, your conferences, your presentations at work, etc. And the best time to eat your lunch, 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Or you could extend it to 1 p.m. in certain parts of the world. And it's because your digestive fire at its the highest. Exercise between 5 to 6 because, again, your musculoskeletal system is the, at the highest strength. Your dinner, 5 to 6, 7 p.m., and generally you have to give three hours of gap before you go to bed at night. 
So you have your food and you have to wait three hours before you lay down. You don't want to develop acid reflux gradually. So because if you eat food and an hour or two hours later you go to bed, there is a possibility of reflux. And over time, it could result in heartburn, GERD, and acid reflux problem. And going to bed when melatonin is at this highest level, it's the copper time of life where you actually will feel sleepy, tired, lethargic. So going to bed at that time, you know, the best thing you could do. Again, it is important that we look at our daily routines, our diet, yoga, meditation, exercise, and what is a healthy diet for everyone? What is a healthy food combination, etc. Awesome. There's like so much stuff that got brought up today. And I think the talk on just looking at our circadian rhythm, those two words, I think we throw around a lot, right? Whenever we just like, oh, it's part of our circadian rhythm. What does that really mean? How is that really affecting our body? Besides just knowing when we naturally wake up and needed to go to sleep. Right. And, exactly. and, and there's so many little things in life that we never really pay attention about. And I'm so glad that you are able to explain those things in detail. All right, my friend, how did you like this past episode? Did you love it? If you do, please subscribe to our show so you can build your positive intelligence and continue to grow that beautiful mind of yours to be both powerful and passionate. I know this is just the tip of iceberg, despite of how many podcasts you have been listening to, how many information you, you absorb, sometimes you still feel tired and unfocused. If your day is filled with patience and your schedule is crazy, I'm going to show you exactly how in just two minutes to calm your brain, feel more energized without feeling the need to grab that fourth cup of coffee by midday. And I will show you how to feel energized throughout the day so you don't feel the need to crush on your couch as soon as you're walking the door, ever. To get started, just go to sabrinarumbach.com forward slash energy. You can then instantly grab this powerful audio file training to reset yourself. You can be both powerful and passionate where you can overcome any mental roadblocks keeping you from success. You can be both powerful and passionate where you no longer are distracted by maintaining busy work and focused only on the things that truly matter. You can be both powerful and passionate where you feel energized from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed. Join me. And together, we can create a life where you can be both powerful and passionate.